Welcome to the official podcast where the bombs get thrown. I'm your host, May Shayla Bogan, and I introduce to you the Mike Bomb Podcast. Enjoy. This is your host, May Shayla, and um, we'll be kicking off this episode talking about the basically a preview of what Thursday night football tonight's game between the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons, which will be 2016 Super Bowl rematch between b- both teams. Um, obviously, the six and four Patriots will be traveling to Mercedes Benz Stadium and Atlanta, Georgia, to battle the Atlanta Falcons, who are four and five. That game will be on, be on tonight, eight p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Network. Um, this game to me, well, it's not gonna go either way. So of course, because based on what I'm seeing from the Patriots, I'm actually liking what I'm seeing from the Patriots. So I got them beating the Falcons, beating the Atlanta Falcons, 27 to 21. I think the Falcons are going to keep a close game on the Patriots. I think this will be the game that the Patriots will be in a battle, but not as, you know, it won't be enough to not get the win is what I'm going to say. I like what I'm seeing from Bill Belichick and his defense. I like what I'm seeing from Matt Jones. And obviously, this will be, you know, a game that many will be watching because this not only can change the landscape of the NFC, but it can all, well, the AFC, but it can also change the landscape of the NFC. Um, there are a lot of teams in the NFC sitting right now, five and five. The Falcons obviously not a top tier team right now, but you don't know what this one can do for both teams. And when you don't know, like, and when you don't know what it can do, it's just so hard to, it's like, this is just one of those weird seasons where you just can't write anyone off. And right now, the Falcons are obviously not in the top six or, you know, seven seeds. But this game could change. Like, this game can really, really change the landscape because 
even though the Panthers did win this Sunday, um, this past Sunday, but being at home one and three if you're the Falcons and you know, you can possibly go to five and five. I don't see that happening. I actually see the Patriots keeping their win streak rolling. So I'm going 27-21. You know, New England, they go to 7-4, and four, increases their chances of making the playoffs more and more. And that would just be that. Um, I think they will keep pace. Uh, obviously, being the 10th offense, the 15th defense, the 9th in passing, 10th in rushing, while the Falcons are the 27th offense, 18th defense, 19th passing, 29th in rushing, so they're damn near last. Oh, yeah, this this is, I can't pick the Falcons because they're 1-3 at home this year. The Patriots, on the other hand, have a real, real great streak on the road. I think it's one of the best in the league, if I'm not mistaken, where they are... Well, the Pats are two and four at home right now, so they're and they're sitting here six and four. So, if memories are me right, if they're two and four at home, I think they're four and zero oh on the road. Um, and I think that streak is going to continue because I don't see how you're beating the top. You know, it's like your offense can't compete with this one if you're the Falcons. And the Patriots have been playing tougher competition than Atlanta. And I think they're more of a complete team than the Falcons because the Falcons don't have a defense. They don't have a D-line. They don't have a secondary. Um, Their defensive coordinator is very questionable. I don't think they have an offense. They don't have enough. They only have Kyle Pitts and... You know, Matt Ryan, and I don't think that'll be enough to beat this Patriot team. But I think there's going to be a close game where the Patriots will obviously score 27, the the Falcons will score 21, and I got the Patriots winning. I think that, you know, Mac Jones will finish the game, obviously the way he started last week, going three for, you know, three touchdowns or two touchdowns, no interceptions. I think the Falcons against the run defense is very, runs defense is very poor. They're not that well. And I think the Patriots just going to punch them dead in the mouth. And that's just going to be that, you know, it's just, this game just might be more out of reach than I'm even predicting it, but I'm giving the Falcons in some way, some hope. And that might just be a mistake on my perception because I just mentioned the Patriots are a way more complete team. As a matter of fact, they're a more complete team than a lot of teams in both the NFC and the AFC. And it's just it's just going to be one of those days for the Falcons, you know, or one of those other days because they clearly have plenty with three hot flipping L's at home. And that's where I'm going to leave that. And if you want to watch that game, once again, it goes 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, on Fox, Amazon, and NFL Network for all of those interested in tuning in. I will be, of course. And that's just that. Good luck to both teams. Good luck to, you know, whoever wins. And... Good luck down the season.
Good luck down the road for the rest of the season. Welcome back to the Mike Bomb Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to all of you who are currently listening. Your support is truly appreciated. This would now be my, what I call NFL Week 11 Pick'em. So I'm going to just be naming the games and I'm going to pick, you know, I'm going to throw my score predictions, things like that. Same routine as the last time. And I'm going to let you know who I, who I'm picking to win these games. Starting with Sunday, November 21st, 1 p.m. game in Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, between the Philadelphia Eagles, who will be hosting, who are 4-6, and six, will be hosting the New Orleans Saints, who are 5-4. and four. The Eagles averaging 32.7 points per game since Week 8 is the second most in the NFL, but a legit argument could be made that they have not played a team that is competitive defensively as the Saints. So with that being said, I actually have the Eagles falling to four and seven and the Saints improving their record to six and four. But I do have that going a close game. I got the Saints scoring 30, the Eagles scoring 27. So it's going to be a three-point differential between the score. Obviously, the Saints winning, scoring 30, and... The Eagles, 27. So I got 30-27, Saints get the W. On to, on to the, another 1 p.m. game. Um, Dolphins versus Jets. The 3-7 Miami Dolphins will be traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on division rivals, the New York Jets, who are 2-7. I got the Dolphins improving their record to four and seven. The Jets falling to two and eight. Even though Joe Flacco, who has a, tons of experience as a quarterback, will be starting, but I'm going to pick the Dolphins to continue their winning streak so far and go on a two-game winning streak. I got that 24-21. Miami gets the win. Um, the Washington football team, who is three and six, will be going to Bank of American Stadium to take on Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. I got with no Chase Young, so it's definitely going to change the landscape from a defensive standpoint of the game for you know the Atlanta. I meant the Washington football team, which means it will take away you know stop at Cam Newton if he decides to run. So, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. 28-21, Panthers get the win at home. Colts versus Bills. The Colts are 5-5, five five, traveling to Highmark Stadium to take on the 6-3 Buffalo Bills. The Bills are, you know, tied for the most in the NFL, allowing fewer than 24 points in eight games this season. And I think that's going to continue with the Colts because... I don't expect Indianapolis to get off with, you know, with Buffalo, what they got off with with previous opponents in the running game. And I think Buffalo is going to have answers for that. But I don't think the Colts defense is going to have answers for Stephon Diggs, you know, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders with Josh Allen throwing them the ball. So I got 31, right? 31 24 Buffalo. Or correct me, no. 
Yep, 31-24 Buffalo. I think that's a good score. On to a real interesting game. Um, the 0-8-1 Detroit Lions will be traveling to First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio to take on the Cleveland Browns. Here's a fun fact. The Detroit Lions actually won four games straight versus Cleveland. So this should tell me who I should pick or who I can pick, you know, to possibly get the first win of the season. But um, I think it's going to be too much for Detroit to overcome with the Browns because Pittsburgh didn't have Ben Roethlisberger last game. Jerry, golf is listed, you know, day-to-day with a back injury, which I think can I think Miles Garrett can take full advantage of because obviously – you know, he's a pretty fast and physical player, and I don't see the Detroit Lions having answers from an offensive line standpoint for him. So I'm going to have to pick the Browns to, to improve the 6-5 and five on the season. Um, Detroit to fall to 0-9-1, and yeah, I got 28-24 Cleveland. 4-5. San Francisco 49ers will travel to, with Jimmy Garoppolo, will travel to, you know, TIA, um, a bank stadium to take on the two and seven Jacksonville Jaguars. See, here's why I'm afraid to pick against the Jaguars because they did hold the Buffalo Bills who've been averaging, coming into the game, averaging at least 30 points per game or at least 25 points per game which is a very high number, um, to only six points and no touchdowns. But then you got the 49ers who are coming off a hot streak. Jimmy Garoppolo having a 109.8 passer rating since week eight, which is the highest in the NFL. So he's on a good streak so far. And the Niners is on a, you know, a hot winning streak. I think they've won three games straight, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe two. But I think their winning streak is going to continue. So I have them going to 5-5. Five and five. The Jaguars dropping to 2-8 and eight of the season. But I got 24-21 San Francisco. I think the Jaguars are going to do everything they can to compete. But I don't think it will be enough. And I don't see nobody stopping Debo Samuels um, nor George Kittle. I don't think the Jaguars have a secondary that is capable of stopping all those weapons. Especially if Jimmy G just... Don't deviate from what works. Play them the way they play the Rams, and they'll be good to go. On to the game that will be at Nissan Stadium, Nashville, Tennessee, where division rivals, you know, the 1-8 Houston Texans would take on the 8-2 Tennessee Titans. Fun fact is the Titans won six games straight. And that will be the longest single season streak since 2008, where the Titans did finish the number one seed in the AFC. Um, with that being said, but obviously being knocked out of the divisional round by the Baltimore Ravens, and you know the Ravens getting knocked out by the Steelers the following week in the AFC Championship game. Pittsburgh go to the Super Bowl, they win, yay! But <laughs> on to the base, back to the bases. Um, the one and eight Texans would travel to. Nashville to take on the 8-2 Tennessee Titans. Obviously, this game is a no-brainer. I got the Titans blowing the Texans out, so I got them winning. I got 
14, Tennessee wins at home, goes and proves to 9-2. I don't think they're going to need Derrick Henry to win that game. I really don't see it. We got another 1 p.m. game that's very interesting. You got the 8-2 Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, the Green Bay Packers possibly traveling without, you know, star running back Aaron Jones to play, you know, Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, and the Minnesota Vikings, who are 4-5 and five at U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, Devontae Adams, you know, five receiving touchdowns in two games versus Minnesota in 2020. So he's pretty much been their kryptonite. But adding Randall Cobb in the offseason, I think their backup running back, Dylan, who I think would do a good job filling in for Aaron Jones for these past one to two, for these next one to two weeks, would, you know, fill, fill in a couple of pieces. Obviously won't have the same effect because there's, you know, you can't expect a running back to, you know, running back two that had the same effect as running back one. But I got the Packers winning 27-21. Green Bay goes to 9-2. Minnesota drops to 4-6. Um, Ravens and Bears. Ravens traveling to Soldier Field. 6-3 Ravens take on the 3-6 Bears. Chicago did lose seven straight games following the bye week, and I think that's going to continue when they lose eight games straight to the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Ravens, you know, with their bounce back week going to 7-3 on the season. The Bears fall into 3-7. So with that being said, I got the Ravens winning 28 21 Ravens. Um, this game is really gonna get interesting because the home team is seven and one in this matchup since 1998. So whoever's home, you know, usually wins. And the Raiders are home in elegance, you know, Allegiant Stadium, where they take on the five and four Bengals while sitting five and four themselves. So who Actually, I'm going to skip that game because I don't know who, you know, the winner could be that game. I really don't. So, I'm going to just skip that one. I don't have no prediction. Y'all going to have to holler at me in the weekend, you know, for that one. Um, Lumen Field, Seattle, you know, Seattle, Washington. The 3-6 three and 60, the, the Seahawks host the 8-2 Cardinals who's coming off a bad streak. Um, depending on how the availability of DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, and Kyle Murray will determine my pick for this game because I don't see them beating Russell Wilson with Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, um, Tyler Lockett, you know, DK Metcalf with Pete Carroll leading the, you know, leading the pack up there in Seattle, which is... the one of the toughest stadiums of all time to ever play in in all of sports and beating the Seahawks team without your heavy hitters especially seeing you get beat up at home against Cam Newton who was just coming off you know practically off the streets of not having a job for a couple of months you know just destroy you with practically nothing around him not even Christian McCaffrey I don't even think is back yet even though Arizona did average 30-plus points in each of the five road games this season. So this will be another game I'm going to have to get back to you guys on because this could be what many would call an upset, and the Seahawks could go to 4-6, and six, or the Cardinals could do what they're favored to do, which is go to 9-2 and, and and, of course, improve their record and keep their pace going as the number one you know, team in the NFC if they're still there. Um... 
Now, this game will be something to watch. Uh, it will be the 425 game, which is another 425 game. Actually, the Bengals and the Raiders game, Cardinals and Seahawks game, and the Cowboys and the Chiefs game, which will be a game that I'm about to predict right now, is actually the 4 p.m. games. And these are a lot of games to watch. It's like it's so hard, you know, to watch all games where all teams 500 or better are playing each other. So, honestly, i got to applaud the NFL for doing this. But... <laughs> But, you know, um, I got to go between the Cowboys and the Chiefs is where I'm at right now. So, the 7-2 Cowboys will travel to Arrowhead to take on the 6-4 Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs have won 10 straight games versus NFC teams. But this is not the same Cowboys team that everyone is used of poking fun of. This team is now playing offense. This team is now playing defense. But if they come out versus Denver, the you know if they come out versus Kansas City the way they come they came out versus Denver, this game could be put away because you do not want to play against Patrick Mahomes, a team that's led by Patrick Mahomes alone, the same way you played against Teddy Bridgewater because destroyed ain't even. Let me say this in the nicest way. Destroy would be a true understatement, but I don't think the Cowboys are going to get destroyed, but I do have them losing this game, but this is going to be a high-scoring game, and to me, it will be the highest-scoring game this season. So, I'm going to have to go 35, right? 35, 32 Chiefs. I see the Chiefs going 7-4, improving the 7-4, Cowboys dropping the 7-3, Chiefs winning 35-32 Kansas City, and keeping their pace in the NFC, I meant the AFC West, because the Cowboys are going to lead their division regardless of the result of this game, and I think it's safe to say that they are definitely going to the playoffs because all the other teams are falling behind and losing pieces while they're just sticking together and playing consistent football. Um, now on to the Sunday night game. This game I'm actually getting butterflies about because I don't know who to pick to win this game because I could be called the Fairweather fan for picking against, you know, my favorite team. Obviously not having Ben, Mika, Joe, TJ, all these other heavy hitters who are statuses up in the air. Um, Chase Claypool is another guy, but then not having Joey Boza and... You know, those guys can hurt the Chargers. So I don't know who I'm going to pick to win this game. That's actually a game I'm going to just play the role of shut up against and let that game just play itself out because the Chargers are known for losing games that they're supposed to win. But the Steelers, you know, obviously not having been and against the Detroit game has shown people a lot. I think a little too much deficiencies. So... This game could go either way, even though Pittsburgh is one of the two undefeated teams since week five. Um, can that streak continue? Or, you know, will the Chargers end that streak and take advantage of Pittsburgh pretty much being out, you know, their heavy hitters? That game will be a game I would be watching, of course, as a fan and someone who's obviously loving how the AFC is so stacked this year. Where they will be playing each other on the NBC Sports, no NBC Network, eight, you know, eight fifteen Eastern Time on the NBC, and 
they'll be in SoFi. So I will definitely be tuning into that game. And before this podcast episode end, before I end, I will just let you know that I will be making my debut um, as a Steelers reporter on the Fan Media Network. And I will also be going live before the game to interact with fans. So to all of you that are interested, you can follow right now at, you know, the Mike Bomb Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow on YouTube as well, where I will be going live. And you can also follow the page on Facebook as well. Um, I have the same username to not make it hard for people to find, you know, the platform, the Mike Bomb to interact to do things like that and that's where I just want to end this episode I don't have a prediction for Sunday night's game and Monday night I will be you know breaking down that game a little more because I haven't really looked into that game which will be the game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who will be hosting the 3-6 and six Giants in Raymond James Stadium 8:15 p.m on ESPN Network Eastern Time. So if you're interested, that will be, once again, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, Raymond James Stadium on ESPN Network, November 22nd. The Steelers and the Chargers game will obviously be the night before, November 21st, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.15 Western Time, um, NBC Network. And yeah, I don't have any predictions yet for that night game. So I will be going live both nights on all, you know, the Mike Bomb social media platforms. So you, if you want, follow at the Mike Bomb. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where I will be also going live there and posting more content for you guys to interact and enjoy watching. And see you down the road. Thank you for tuning in. Have a nice night. And enjoy this game tonight between... The New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox, Amazon, and NFL Network, where you can tune in. Bye. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast, the podcast where the bombs get thrown. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. This is your host, May Shayla, exiting out. But before I do, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has subscribed, followed, and listened to the podcast, and for your overall support and love. If you are interested in getting more news and updates about the podcast, such as new episodes, new seasons, You can now subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, Google Podcasts, and much more. Or you can visit www.themikebomb.com for news updates within your favorite sport leagues along with more news about the podcast. Thank you for your support and see you next episode.